Uh, Aggie, can you tell us just briefly what is what has come out from this preliminary report? Okay. Um, as you might well know, we, we commenced with the Section 31 uh, um, investigation, which basically seeks to gather evidence and to see whether or not there are prima facie evidence to inform a Section 32 investigation. And on those basis, we've um, established that there is a need for us to comment with Section 32 of the OHS Act. And in this particular incident, uh, in terms of our Occupational Health and Safety Act, particularly looking at the construction regulations, it does place responsibilities on a number of people that are involved. First of all, the client, uh, the principal constructor, the principal agent on behalf of the client, even the suppliers of material and designers have got a responsibility as far as the construction, re- construction regulations are concerned to make sure that um, there is compliance with those types of regulations. So through our um, Section 31 investigation, we satisfy that there's prima facie um, evidence that um, there are things that didn't go the way they, should, uh, they were supposed to go. Uh, on that score, we will be commencing with Section 32 um, just to unearth more deeply. And so, I don't know whether you want me to get into a bit of detail about it. Well, I think what many South Africans were hoping to find out today from the Department of Labor was what's the cause of the bridge collapse? How long will it take for us to get that answer? Um, it'll take about uh, six months at minimum. Uh, at this stage, you know, that liberty, because that question is at the center of our investigation. And it forms the crux, really, of our investigation. So it's still subject care, and I'm sure you can appreciate why I can't get into details with regard to the cost of this stage. So what happens over the next six months? And I think why so long is another question. Um, inherently, Section 32 investigations are quite long. They're not sh- uh, short uh, due to the fact that a Section 32 investigation works more like um, a court of some sort. We um, afford people an opportunity to come and present themselves, to present their cases. The cross-examinations are taking place. There's a presiding officer. Um, so basically, it's a very intricate process. It's highly involving. It offers people an opportunity. And uh, pro- most, pro- most uh, specifically, the role players, to come in and keep their case. And therefore, it's not just a touch and go, but really highly extensive uh, with specialized people involved. And um, it will also assist us to interrogate every person that is supposed to be interrogated. And we are unable to interview everyone uh, during the Section 31 uh, initial investigation. So Section 32 will afford us that opportunity because the presiding officer being appointed by the chief inspector, we also have powers to subpoena whoever is uh, relevant at that point in time. Who are some of the key people that you're hoping to question in this probe? Um, without really mentioning names, uh, I, I did speak about uh, the client, the principal constructor, um, the agents on behalf of the client, the suppliers of materials and the designers. 
Police are also investigating Rodney. this. Police are also investigating this matter. Are, are you going to be working closely with them on their investigation? We, our investigation is different in that we, we really are looking at the construction site. Our jurisdiction covers the construction regulation that is within the OHS Act. If you find people... So I want to imagine, mm. yeah? No, please continue. I want to imagine that uh, the police, for instance, will be pursuing what is relevant in terms of the, uh, uh, what they will be investigating for. If you find people or individual companies responsible or perhaps even other, others within this, uh, this agreement responsible for, for this disaster, are you going to suggest mm-hmm. remedies? Naturally, what happens within the course of our investigation is that at the time of concluding, we put together a report with recommendations to the uh, prosecution authority and uh, decisions are then taken on the basis of that. So what happens in the meantime? Does does the construction of the bridge continue? In the meantime, what we've done as a department is to ask the other side to be cleared in terms of our regulation. Once that is done, as far as we consent, what goes on will then be within the jurisdiction of the primary contractor. In terms of the probe, who is going to be working on this from the Department of Labor? How many people are you working with other departments? Um, you mean who is going to be working on this case as far as the Department of Labor is concerned? Correct. Is that what you're asking? The, the, the lead person is the chief inspector, and uh, we, we are in the process of appointing a, pres- a presiding officer who's also going to be working with specialists that way. Uh, on the case, as well as a relevant directors, like the director of construction uh, in the department. Do you think and some specialist inspectors that were involved d- in the do, do you think the public should be satisfied with, with the six-month time frame, considering the burden that this has placed on the department? I mean, judging by past trends and um, with regards to incidents of this nature, it, it does take a bit of time, you know, and six months is really the barest minimum, uh, given the amount of work that goes into it.